0: Brian Scott it's a very dark Brian <laughs> it's after dark this is too dark it's way too dark
1: way too dark <laughs> I'm sorry I have to
0: get my glass of wine here oh how nice well you know what we should have a fancy recording because we're going to discuss a fancy event today Brian oh yeah an event unlike any other right
1: it's the white people all-star game. I, think I, heard, I heard Bomani Jones call it that. Oh,
0: that's a good name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time for the Masters. Can I say I had a, I had a you know, I'm very, t- I, I had a sort of, I've spent my whole life, Scott, around rich white people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I've had it with them. and this is like their christmas and i love the masters as much as anybody it's wonderful tigers pack what could be better but that that something is something's it's maybe it's clouding my my usual level of enthusiasm i've just had it with 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 the rich white people (laughs) 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 and i am one and i'm a you know or at least i'm a former rich white person who's now just like (laughs) Sort of rich white person. A poor rich white person. Poor rich white person. (laughs) But I'm just so sick of them and they're complaining. I think the pandemic just broke me officially with with the rich whites. Um so much complaining. Just always with the complaining, you know? The people who suffer the least just do so much of the complaining.
0: (laughs) It is true because you know what? Everything can always be better and right. just the better that you have it the less anyone wants to hear about how much better you want it
1: right it just i don't know like all these people who like worked from home the whole time and yeah. it was almost a blessing for most of these folks Like, they made more money. They probably got a new job, promoted. Like, what is your problem? Like, I'm just so sick of hearing about the grievances. And it's like, listen, you know, I've been trying to buy a house. And, you you know, we're talking to people who are richer than us who are complaining about the hot real estate market. But, like, they're (laughs) like, you know, I mean, I was looking at this place. You know, it was a complete gut job, you know. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's like a million and a half dollar, you know, brownstone. Where it's like, you have to gut it completely. Like, I bet I could. Move in there, and, right. you know, and figure it out. I'll make do, right? Or like, just rich white people talking about their property taxes. You know, I just like can't listen to that shit anymore. Just shut up. I know uh, the,
0: the taxes too. Like we all pay, we all pay taxes. Right. No one and likes it.
1: These great, amazing schools you know, essentially it's a, it's what you pay for tuition. It's just a, it's not a terrible deal. I know it sucks and New Jersey's are bad, whatever. I just, but I can't listen. I can't listen to the rich whites anymore.
0: Okay. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think I had a little different entry into rich white people world. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, with the obvious caveat that I too am poor rich, uh, but, you know, and obviously going to high school in Darien really skewed my sense of what rich was. Because I was in, you know, in high school, I was like, well, I I'm like poor. I'm a poor person, kind of. So, right. you know. But then I get to college. True at all, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I with all these other people who are also not at all poor, but I still have way more than they do. And I'm, oh wow. Like, yeah. I had no idea. But you're right. Rich white people with their sort of like rich white obsessions and critiques. Just grievances.
1: Yeah. I had a shitty rich white kid get in my car the other day, and first reaction was like, this is small. (laughs) It's like a seven-year-old. It's like, all right, how about you walk? I was like, your dad's small. I don't know, like, you know, instantly personal. <laughs> your mom is fat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just these shitty people. I don't know. Anyway, we were talking about the masters. <laughs> Right, isn't it amazing they call it the Masters?
0: The Master, like, right?
1: The oh, racist I know.
0: white in Georgia
1: golf tournament in Georgia, and it's the Masters. Like, and with oh, and you're... People are like it's fine,
0: you know? Right? No, it's a tradition unlike any other. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Right? They might as well call it the plantation owners. Like, it's it's <laughs> insane. I don't know if this is true. This is just an assumption I'm making. From Twitter, but somebody tweeted out that uh, that you have you should you should be required to eat the champions' dinner, and that no one should be allowed to order something like an alternative during the dinner. So it's my understanding that somebody did. Now this year's champions' dinner is hosted in honor of Matsuyama, last year's winner, who is Japanese. Right. Like the only thing even remotely exotic on the menu is a sushi appetizer, right? Which is accompanied by chicken yakitori, which is you know, it's chicken. But uh, like, are the, I mean, I couldn't tell because he didn't really follow up. He just sort of stated this. The guy who tweeted it, but like, are there really people at the Masters who are just like, I'm not eating sushi,
1: right? Like you're like you're a pretty elite club you never tried sushi like right it's sushi right and it's not like
0: 1980
1: right and it's like whatever why you beef or whatever however yeah yeah like you can't find something to eat it yeah that is crazy
0: right like you're not allowed to order a cheeseburger i am someone who orders a cheeseburger whenever it's possible to order a cheeseburger and i would never order a cheeseburger at a dinner like that
1: Right. And you're going to eat a pimento cheese sandwich, but you can't try some sushi. Like, that's, right. that's just bizarre. I mean, not that that's I heard they're delicious, but they're, it's just as strange. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is right.
1: It's, it's, very it's, strange.
0: Just as, it's just as particular anyway. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not going to lie, Brian, this is a very odd way to start a master's podcast <laughs> with you. I did not expect you to be so done with it. Yeah, I'm just tired
1: because actually I'm very excited about the Masters. Tiger's coming back. I can't wait. I'm so thrilled to, that he's going to try and play. Um, I don't know what we're going to see. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It just made me think about my my grievances with, <laughs> with the whites. <laughs> yeah. One of my other favorite rich white people golf thing is the naming of country clubs after the Indian tribe who <laughs> stole the land from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes which <laughs> right. is like really insane it didn't i didn't pick, put that together until i was like maybe in my 30s when i was like wait <laughs> a minute why was this club named after like an indian tribe That seems like what a bizarre homage
0: quite literally uh, the least they could do right. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll keep the name
1: right <laughs> just bizarre <laughs> 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 but i am very excited that tiger's playing i kind of predicted it i have a and i think that i'm correct in what i've been saying that he's going to do which is i really think he's going to gut it out this week because he always plays well there and then i think we might not see him for a long while after i think yeah, that- he, he feels really comfortable with them at augusta he knows the course he always plays well and I think he's going to try to just get through it, and then it's going to be another. It might be six months before he plays again.
0: Yeah, right. And that's that's perfect because, just yeah, you're right. Empty the tank at the Masters. Give everything you have, every ounce you have inside of you, and then just go take care of yourself, Tiger. Right, right. Yeah. I think I heard Scott Van Pelt say, like, probably Tiger's playing it also because just because of the way Augusta is and how... You know, they just wrap their arms around you when you're one of theirs and Tiger's one of theirs. And so this is just like a very safe place for him to go and compete in a high profile event and not have to deal as much with all the you know noise that he probably typically has to.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, it's also it's just like a smaller field. Um, it's like he's always played well there. I mean, even like the meet the first event he played post Scandal. Um, you know, when it first blew up, he went to the masters and he came in fourth and then his game went to absolute shit right after that. Yeah. But he still finished fourth and he showed up the masters with like no game and play like he can just play pretty well there. So if he feels like, all right, I'm hitting it well, I'm doing everything. Well, all I got to do is get through it and then I can take a long break. Like
0: I think he figures why not. And now my understanding is that the biggest challenge for him is going to be because Augusta is so hilly.
1: Yeah, I mean just can he do it? Like yeah. can he walk 4 days? Like how much how sore his legs going to be and then like Right. On Saturday if if he's if his leg is like really barking, you know, like how much does he push it? Yeah. He doesn't want anything to pop, snap,
0: <laughs> break. Right. Or maybe he does. Maybe that's just how he wants to go out. You know, yeah, If I'm going to go yeah. out. I'm going to go out here on this grass. Yeah, I mean, I mean probably he must, not. But.
1: He must have some confidence that like that 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 won't happen. I guess. Um,
0: yeah, I don't think this is a whim.
1: Right. Yeah. But you know, he's looked pretty delicate, man. Like he when he played in that um, one when he played in this father son with his with his son. He did look much better than anyone thought he was going to like his swing. He hit it well, like his game. It was like, wow. Um, But he slowed down as the event went on, like, and he was riding in a cart, you know, and like you could see he was limping. Um, So this is now, I guess, five months later, you know, which is a lot of time. But, you know, he was limping. How long ago was the surgery? I guess it's been. Oh, God, when was it? I don't know. Because he played in last year's Masters. And then he was like, so it was, it occurred.
0: I don't know. When was Tiger's Accident? Had to be in the winter, I guess. March, maybe? No, right, because he played. Or
1: no, he didn't play. So no, he didn't play. He okay. was hospitalized February twenty-third, twenty twenty one. Okay. So yeah, uh-huh. he didn't play last year.
0: Okay. Yeah, so he's hospitalized in February of last year. I mean it's, it's been, been over a year. year. Yeah. And you know, he did the thing five months ago. So yeah, may I don't know. Maybe he's ready, you know? I mean over a year though, but man,
1: he was really banged up, man. <laughs> No, I yeah. was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and he already had a terrible back. Like the reason he was, he had like taken a hiatus when he, like February, he was starting to sort of reemerge because he had had a back surgery. So like his back was still bad. Um, So it wasn't like he was in great health when he was in the
0: car accident. Well, right, actually, what I'm wondering is is if like the car accident and then the subsequent surgery led to enough of a recovery for him that you know, like maybe they maybe it cleared up a number of issues by you know they had to just do a whole I don't even know I, i'm I'm kind of talking out of my ass right now, like i I know anything about surgeries or medicine or anything like that. But, you know, I mean, the guy, maybe he had surgery. Maybe some things got fixed. Or, you know, no, it just takes a toll. Yeah. Especially at his age.
1: It is so weird how Tiger, like this golfer, has like somehow done this number on his body. You know, that's like yeah. so self-inflicted. But it's like he talks the way he talks about it. You'd think he played, you know, running back for right. 25 years. <laughs> like it, it is like, how did you manage to like mangle your body You know, like John Daly's still out there. He
0: looks fine. Like, what did you do? (laughs) I know. Well, seemingly, too, it was really just about trying to prove, right, that he was like a real athlete or a tough guy or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, Tiger, nobody cares. Nobody cared. Right. Your name is freaking Tiger. Yeah. Right. Do you you have any wagers on Tiger's performance? I have money on Tiger to win. Um, What were the odds for that? Not as great
1: as you think. I forget exactly what they were, are, but like you know, like middle right. of the pack. Like, right. you know I mean? like uh, there was a, a, a funny player, Max Homa, who's a good player, who's in the field, and Tiger's odds were better than his like two months ago, and he was like, "Really?"
0: <laughs> you know, like, he's like, "I get it," but like, "Jeez." <laughs> right. I know you guys love him, but like, come on.
1: I know. I was like, I always bet a hundred dollars. On each major, and I divvy it up, I bet $25 on four guys. So I wasn't about to watch, sit there watching Tiger win with my money on
0: somebody else. Of know? course. So who who are your four guys? There's Tiger. Who else?
1: Um, Who are my four guys? I forget because I changed it around a little bit. Let me see. Let's pull it up. This will be the Mike Francesa <laughs>
0: riveting. Who has a new podcast, by the way?
1: I know, right. Joining us in the ranks of the, the yeah. lonely, sad podcast. I have Tiger Woods, Justin Rose, Louis Oosthuizen, and Jordan Spieth. Oh, the Spieth one. Talk about that a little bit. Spieth? yeah. Well, so the way I like to do it is I pick one of the favorites, you know, like, so I kind of should have gone with Justin Thomas, to be honest. I'm a little surprised at myself that I didn't do that.
0: I got a little money on Justin Thomas. Um,
1: But Jordan Spieth just always plays well there. I think that's probably what I was thinking. Then Justin Rose has been playing terrible, but he, so his odds, you get good odds, but he's a great player. And he's played really well there in his life. So that's, you know, that's the thinking there. And then Louis Usteisen is like a, it's a bit of an unknown, had a great career also seemingly played. You know, the, the masters you got to kind of pick those guys that seem to play well there because that that tends to the guys who play well there,
0: you know, always play well there. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Brian, I have a I have a big announcement. Okay. I am going to start following the PGA you're joining us. I am. I you know a while back we decided we were going to choose Premier League teams to start rooting for. And I never really got past that conversation <laughs> with you. <laughs> like if you if there was a, a like a game on my TV right now, I wouldn't know who the teams were. No idea. Yeah. Um but I want to get into the PGA I want. Uh, first of all, I want to play a little more golf. I have a nice course here, right near my house. You know, uh, I got the summers off. I finally played around with you maybe like a year ago, well, in the fall, where I was able to at least stay on the course. Right. Um, so I want to start. I want to start getting into it a little more, and I I have found that I have become a little more interested in following it and like i've had some tournaments on i've had some stuff on tv on a sunday when there's nothing to do it's sort of like soccer what i liked about soccer where you don't have to like sit on the couch like you gotta be locked into a knicks game you gotta be locked into a giants game you don't have to be locked in to four days of golf yeah you know you're right that is what's great about
1: it you don't have to watch the whole broadcast but if you catch 45 minutes it's satisfying
0: yeah right and i think that i have a young up-and-comer to personally root for. So it has all the ingredients. Um, I'll get to that in a minute. But it's also the Masters is always the same weekend as my birthday. And if I was a bigger golf fan, I could refer to my birthday as a tradition unlike any other. (laughs) 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 And... This year I am actually having a master's birthday party with my family. Oh. Because I'll explain it to you. Cause I think you'll appreciate this. Uh you know, I'm I'm not a huge birthday guy. I don't I don't think I've ever really done real birthday celebrations. We did one once. I think I turned 35 and I made everyone take a, a car bomb or something. It was a terrible <laughs> mistake. But other than that, I'm not a big birthday party guy. Yeah. Um But, you know, every year, obviously, my family is always just like, what are we doing for your birthday? And like my parents are up here in New Jersey now and everybody wants to know what uh, we're going to do for my birthday. And if I say nothing, a lot of people try and fill that void with their agendas. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like my parents want us to come out to New Jersey. Nicole's mom is going to want to like manipulate something that suits her. So. You know, I kind of had to do something this year just to keep everybody else at bay. But again, I didn't want to just do I didn't want to like do something. So I was like, you know what, let's just have everybody come over to my apartment because so I don't have to leave. I don't have to go anywhere. And then we'll just have the masters on the TV. And then and then I can just kind of like when I want to, I can just pretend to check out from everybody. And that's what I
1: want for my birthday. Because you can be like, "I'm oh, I'm so into the Masters, right? (laughs) You know how I love the Masters, (laughs)
0: yeah." Oh, it's smart, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I love pimento and cheese sandwiches. They're good. They are good. Yeah. Yeah. So Nicole's going to make a bunch of sandwiches. Family's going to come over. We're going to drink some Arnold Palmer's, maybe spiked a little bit.
1: Okay, I like I like this Masters menu. A tradition. Unlike any other.
0: Unlike any other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I might make a thing of this. And I have a player that I can follow now for years. Because, Brian, I am going to be a Colin Morikawa fan. Okay. Colin Morikawa, fine young player. Yeah. He is a young guy. He's half Japanese. And he has a super hot fiancé.
1: What? What is... Um...
0: His who is Japanese, his mother or his father? I don't, well, it must be his, well, must be his father, yeah. yeah. But he's also, but he's also half Chinese, he's not like me. He's, I see, he's totally he's Asian. Asian, yeah. He's totally Asian, complete Asian, <laughs> but, but half of his Asian is Japanese.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Chinese Japanese mixture, yes, yes. So I like that. So you can, you just can full heartedly embrace. This is a Japanese player. I'm going to root for him because I am also Japanese.
0: Yes, I've reached that point. He's also right. he's American-born Japanese like me. That's true. You know, um, and look, he's also he's five nine. I too am five nine for the most part when I'm wearing shoes. Yeah, he's a great player. He's really really good. Yeah, I got I got I got some money on him.
1: Yeah, that's a guy. He's a good pick. Um, yeah. He's been a little under the radar. Like, I think if he'd played a little better coming in, he'd be like right up there in the favorites. Um, so, that's that, that makes he's a, I think that's a smart bet. Thank
0: you. So, see, Brian, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm in. You know what else I love? I love going to golf. Going like, to golf's great. Yeah. The matches, going to see the matches. Like, I used to, um, I went a few times to the Merrifield in Ohio, in Dublin, Ohio. They usually do it like Memorial Day weekend. It's not like a big tournament, but um we used to go to the Mirfield Classic. You know, Tiger played that every year. Uh so it so was like a big deal out there. And you took me, I think, to the PGA championship in New Jersey once. It was like right when I moved back to New York, probably like two thousand six, two thousand seven.
1: Yeah. I mean the Mirfield Village, I mean that that's a that's a big tournament.
0: Yeah. That's yeah.
1: um that's Jack's tournament.
0: Yeah, I used to live like across the street from there. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean that—that's a big event. Yeah, so I used to go there, and I and you took me to PGA Championship around here a while back. Those are great. You're just outside hanging out. So, do you think like
1: Colin Marikawa? He sinks, you know, because like the thing with fandom is it? It this feels very intentional, you know? Like, can you intentional? Can you choose? somebody to love like this is what i'm asking like colin marakao sinks that masters winning birdie putt how do you think your how do your emotions
0: process that victory you think that's a good question i probably won't know till i'm in the moment (laughs) i mean i'll say like would some heartbreak
1: almost be best maybe he loses a one-shot lead with two to play or something Yeah, yeah. That's how you really, that's when the the love was truly born.
0: Right, or you're right, he comes, it's Sunday and he hits Amen Corner and the moment's just too big for him and he starts to, you know, quiver a little. Right, I'll need that, maybe. I mean, I know it seems very sudden and I probably just Google Japanese golfers and (laughs) (laughs) it's probably, you know, what you think I did. And it's not, it's a fair assumption. But I, he's actually been on my radar for a little while because I, he was on part in my take and I saw like some Instagram clip of him talking about his height and arguing that he was 5'9 and someone else was arguing that he was 5'8. <laughs> and I myself am like 5'8 and three quarters and would love to be able to say, in fact, I put in my dating profile that I was 5'9, certainly. Right. <laughs> but so I saw that clip I found on Instagram like a year ago. You know, and, and like I was like, so I knew who he was then, and I've subsequently seen him in various things, and I knew Morikawa was a Japanese name even back then. So he's been on my radar for a while. I've been cultivating a relationship
1: right. with so him. This is a blossoming romance that where now the feelings have gotten. It's like the those bachelor episodes where you're like, I'm start, you're in ready to announce, I'm starting to fall for you, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe you're not totally
0: in love, but No, no, right This Masters master's is like I'm taking Colin Morikawa to prom Right (laughs) And and at the end of the night We're either going to get a hotel room together Or we're just probably not going to talk to each other ever Uh, again (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, caring
1: about an individual athlete is so weird I don't know how it happens (laughs) I've had some strange ones I was a big Yvonne Lendl fan Back in the day (laughs) Like, no
0: idea why. Oh man, there was a there was like a an episode of the league where they were using tennis player names to describe anatomy <laughs> parts, and, and one of my favorite ones was like, "Oh, she looks like she's gonna play with his Wendels.
1: I, I think because he could never win Wimbledon, I really wanted him to win Wimbledon. You need those like hooks, you know. It's like I right. was a great Norman fan because he couldn't win the Masters. I um, need you, you need those those tragedies. So you need the, you right.
0: those yeah. entry points. Yeah. Right. Right. How does that explain Tyler's love of Roger Federer? Well, that's I think purely sexual. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. Sports fandom too. Men don't like to talk about how much the athletes that they love, how much physical attraction plays a role. I'm not saying it's like purely sexual attraction, but like there's, it's not not part of it. You know, like the athletes you love, the ones you connect with, it's, it's 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 that's in there.
0: Yeah. Yo, absolutely. It has to be. It's a chemistry. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's desire. It's fueling it. Right,
1: right. Like when Jeter and A-Rod are on the Yankees, whichever one you liked best, (laughs) a little bit of it is (laughs) which one fires those neurons for you. Like, I'll admit, Wright and Reyes, you know? Like, yeah, right. That's that came down to I don't care if you can be the straightest man in the world, which one of those two gentlemen you preferred. Yeah. In,
0: was decided in your loins. <laughs> right. A lot a lot of dudes liked it when uh Michael Conforto got his shirt ripped off last year, right? <laughs> right.
1: It's just like which one do you find most attractive? You know, there's right. just there's something that's, you know, <laughs> appealing.
0: Is your attraction to Tiger purely sexual? It, no, but it's not. It's not not part. It's of not, it. not right. It
1: nothing to do with it. He looks great. The Nike hat, you know. You get Tiger fully dressed up. The red and black. I mean, it's not like I know how he looks is not not part of everybody's why he's not that he's like the so best true. looking dude, but like he looks great in that red and black on sunday yeah and it's it's intimidating of his appeal yeah 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 you think that he's like like the guy shows up in a uniform on every sunday like he's literally superman you know right in this red who else could get away with that like red and black on sundays i wear it every time i know (laughs) i know And
0: everybody's like yes he does and it's awesome right it's not 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 only, and that's the key is that it's awesome. It's not even like we accept it or we get it or we got to live with it. It's just like, it's awesome.
1: Right. It's electricity the second you see it.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. Absolutely. Steps out of his car in it. It's like, oh yeah.
0: (laughs) It's go time. This is what the people need. Right. Right. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, he's not he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Brian, now, if you won the Masters the following year, what would be your champion's dinner?
1: Oh, wow. Good question. I mean, I would play up the Italian angle, I think. Um, yeah. So it would be, you know, a long meal. Um, antipasto. I would mm. do it like a really great Italian meal, right? Even maybe have the salad at the end and then dessert <clears throat> the palate oh. cleanse. Wow. But like an antipasto, then a pasta dish, then a main, then a salad. <laughs> then and dessert. then dessert. And what would the know, maybe dessert a limoncello. be? limoncello. Oh, limoncello. Uh, yes. Yeah, a little porch or something like that at the end. Yeah. Let's tie it all together. Yes. Just make it a feast.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that answer. It's a great answer. <laughs> that's, how, that's where I'd go. That's great. I don't know what I would do. I would, I would not go the Japanese route. Right. Um, you know, I don't know if I could, I could really do cheeseburgers. Tiger did his first one. Well, that's, the, that's why. You know right. what I mean? Like, I would be happy to do it, but Tiger did that. I can't, right. you know, just replicate Tiger's meal. So yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what I would do. I'm on Tigers for too. My with the cheeseburger day.
1: and he had like milkshakes, and I think that's great. The grilled chicken sandwich. I really. I take uh, that was the meal was a cheeseburger, grilled chicken sandwich, or a grilled chicken sandwich, and then it was like fries and like milkshakes, and it was like playing up the fact how young he was, right? But like a grilled chicken sandwich. Yeah, like, grilled that chicken doesn't even sound good. Like, anytime for me i mean right. that's, that's a sacrifice that's like oh, i'll just get a grilled chicken sandwich <laughs> yeah
0: right a fried chicken sandwich now we're talking right right grilled chicken right I mean, I forgot saying, there? tiger you're in the south for crying out loud
1: right, right right fried chicken sandwich with some pickles on there or something yeah and yeah now you got something maybe some hot honey <laughs> right what are you doing that's a missed opportunity <laughs> grilled
0: chicken yeah no crazy no one's eating grilled chicken.
1: I don't think I'm going to win the Masters, ever. I think I have to give that up.
0: You still, I mean, you know, (laughs) I would say you got 10 years left before you have to officially shut the door. Right, completely. Like, maybe I strike it rich and then I get to
1: dedicate some time. That's what it would take.
0: Have you ever been to Augusta?
1: No. No. I haven't. There's a lottery to get tickets.
0: Uh, I enter it, but I have not won. How many years have you been entering it? not that long i just started like 3 years ago and so i assume it's it's like a lottery to pay for the tickets
1: yes but yeah. the tickets aren't that expensive oh the thing about them is they're so hard to get like right. they're not that it's not like the super bowl like they they limit the number right but then they open it up to just about everybody like there's definitely people who can get them for a lot of money of course um, but yeah like um they're not that expensive to, to actually buy, which is the thing. If you ever won the lottery, you know, then you have to make that torture choice of like, do I go or do I sell them? Um, yeah. But I would go.
0: Of course. I mean, I was in a spot like that once. Like, I think my senior year in college, Ohio State was playing Michigan for a shot to go to the national title game at Ohio State. And like students could sell their tickets for something insane, like right. five, ten thousand dollars. Which back then at that age was like holy wait whoa like yeah life changing money
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: you know and I had some friends who did like I didn't even spend two seconds thinking about it you know you were probably like I'm going yeah right. probably you get I'm a one you get one
1: person you get one go round in this life like yeah it was a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah that's why it was so expensive. Right, and I amazing, would not
0: have, amazing. I would not have done anything productive with that five thousand dollars. Right, you would have but, drank it or smoked it or whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, either you did way. The right thing. Yeah, of course I did. Of course I did. Yeah, yeah. right. It's a no brainer. Well, Brian, uh, I don't even know if you know this, but I did a little quick intro, and then I think we're going to end the podcast with a little throwback to the time the Masters was played in November by your birthday, fortieth birthday. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, so that was great. We got a little Masters talk. I've announced my go- my official PGA fandom to the world, uh, and Tiger is back. Tiger is back. Go, Tiger. Yeah.
1: Hopefully this time next week we're talking about, or hopefully earlier next week, but we're talking about right. a, a dramatic Tiger Woods victory.
0: Yeah. Yeah, should we try and record just like post-Masters? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, everybody, we just did our scheduling live on the air. You're, you're welcome. All right, Brian, thank you. And thanks to all our listeners. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org.